Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The views expressed in the following program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of Saga 960 AM or its management. Well, hello, Leanna. How are you? Uh, it's... Uh... Yeah, it's been a long week for both of us. It's been, yeah. I I had a headache from late Monday night. Again, it's technically early Tuesday morning to right through until Thursday at about five o'clock. Like it yeah. was, I don't, you know, the fact I didn't know that I hadn't had a headache in a long time till I had a headache and then realized I hadn't had a headache in a long time. And it was one of those ones that it was like there was two little Harley Quinns on either of my shoulders. With the mallets? Yeah, smacking my head with mallets uh, on either side. And I just couldn't get rid of it. And now I'm like tired from having fought off the headache for the whole week. So that's my my complaint. Because, you know, there's nothing going on in the world that should cause me to focus on greater suffering than my stupid little headache. Okay, but you know what? People do get overwhelmed with suffering. It's okay to focus on what's going on with you. I'm I'm I think part of the problem is that people think they need to care very loudly and you don't. Well, you know? I think they think that if they don't care loudly, people are going to think they don't care at all. Well, that has something to do with your social circle. Well, I was going to say, and why is it you feel you need to tell people you care? If people know you, they know you care. You don't need to be out there setting your hair on fire. Well, except in in some groups, it's you have to do this or else, you know, we're going to kick you out. Oh, there's orthodoxy. Absolutely. Yeah. Orthodoxy yeah. everywhere. I imagine if if you're like a Zack Snyder fan and you say you're like Blue Beetle, they'll kick your butt out. Yeah, it's strange. I don't. I mean, one of my really good friends is somebody I met because she completely disagreed with a video I made about, you know, the Marvel movies. How how does anyone escape the knowing about the Marvel movies? You know what I mean? But It's um, I basically said that, you know, Tony Stark's a war criminal. He put Avengers Tower in the middle of Manhattan, guaranteeing that it was going to maximize civilian casualties. And then he snapped away three entire armies, giving them no chance to surrender. It was alien genocide. And obviously that was a hot take, not intended to be taken completely seriously. But she disagreed with me and we went back and forth and now we're buds. That's the way I like life. I like being able to disagree, even on things that are important and recognize that that someone might disagree with you about stuff that doesn't automatically make them a danger or a bad person. And it seems now disagreement equals bad person. And I I don't know when that started. I don't like it. The idea that disagreement makes someone a bad person? Yeah. I, I think that's always kind of been uh, underneath a lot of people. I just think people are more honest about it now. It's it's so lazy, though. Like, people come from different backgrounds. Getting a different perspective is valuable. And if you're just no. running someone out of your life because they've got a difference of opinion. No, nobody wants a different perspective anymore. 
They just want people to tell them their perspective is right and uh, give them some warm milk and tuck them into bed. Well, I've found that people get very popular by identifying a problem. You become very unpopular when you try to solve the problem. Yeah, or point out, okay, so what's your solution? Oh, well, that they, out, they just they, they just ignore you. Yeah, they just they, they, they just ignore you. Yeah. They just it, want to scream, but you suggest a you suggest a solution and they will tell you every reason in the world why it's not perfect. If you could find something that would alleviate say poverty by 13%, somebody would complain it should be more, don't do it. It's not worth it. Even though alleviating poverty by 13% is you know, massive. That's 13% of people out of poverty. But if it's not perfect, people want to do it. Don't want to do it because people love to complain. People actively dislike solving problems. I think um, we have been raised, multiple generations have been raised by television to believe that every problem can be erased, can be fixed completely with either a half an hour of a sitcom or an hour of a drama. Like, this is crazy. How are we ever going to fix this? And then it it comes together, and in the end, everybody's happy. Or a medical drama where it's life or death, and they don't think that the person's going to survive, and then the person is, like, tap dancing at the end. Like, it's uh, it, we just have this idea that all problems have neat and tidy solutions, wherein the fact is, in real life, a lot of problems do not have neat and tidy solutions. A lot of problems are, uh, the solutions are solutions, but they're not neat or tidy. True. You notice on TV, um, a uh, character, you know, like House, he had a drug addiction that was an ongoing thing. Yep. But a character, you know, gets PTSD and it's cured by the next episode. That's one that that's the one that gets me. Well, there, yeah, there, we have this idea that like, we just, we just want things to be simple. And so we decide things are simple and well, demanding that things be simple and that solutions be simple means that solutions, which aren't simple, but which may be a step towards a solution. They're not popular. They, you I, know, throw them away. Find me something that will make everybody on all sides happy and sing Kumbaya. I read an interview with a, an author who said that people are confusing compromising capitulation. That people no, can't even spell capitulation. But I, I thought it was it was an interesting approach to the whole thing. He's not wrong that. The um, people think that compromise means giving in. It doesn't. It It's about deciding I am willing to go, you know, this far, no farther, but I am willing to go some. That That's it. You cannot go through life never compromising ever. You will end up, you know, just in a bad place. The art of compromise is the art of being a human who respects other humans. Because well, if you want what you want, you have to be able to give people some of what they want. Yeah, people just don't seem to realize that, like, the reason that Homo sapiens became so successful as a species is because we worked together. Like, yeah. they have reams of evidence showing that that's how we have developed, how we have evolved, how we built cities and other. It's because human beings have this ability to cooperate with each other and build things. We're now at the stage where human beings just want to tear things down that mm -hmm. we have built uh, together. We're, we're, and, I mean, we're working in groups to tear it down, but we're not the groups are not working together. Well, to say, maybe we shouldn't tear this down. Maybe I it was... needs pruning. Maybe it needs modernizing. Maybe it needs a rethink. But burning it to the ground is probably not the best solution. 
I was going to say, are they really working together or are they working to oppose the same thing? Because that seems to be the only way to get a whole bunch of people out for anything is if they hate the same thing. Yeah, but often if they don't hate the same thing for the same reasons. Well, they'll eventually start fighting each other. Yeah, then they hate each other. (laughs) Yeah, well, as soon as the thing they collectively agree they hate is gone, they just start tearing each other apart. It's it's always what happens in these uh, in these groups that are just based on what they oppose. You have to eventually stand for something, not just in opposition to things. You know what they say? If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Yeah. You can find that on a poster next to the ones with eagles soaring. The thing is, people think they stand for things. Most people don't. Most people talk about this all the time on It's Not Therapy. People change when the pain of staying the course is less than is more than the pain of changing. Unless the pain of staying the course isn't greater than the pain of changing, people won't change. People very rarely move towards better. They just avoid worse. And it's a miserable way to live because it just feels like nothing's ever getting better. Yeah, I was just thinking about what you were saying. And yeah, that's uh yeah, that tends to be true. It yeah. it just the the pretzels people twist themselves into just to avoid changing their mind. Never oh. mind actually doing anything differently, just changing their mind on something. Oh, people don't like to change their mind because then it means that they're not 100% right all the time. They can't trust their thoughts. They can't trust what they believe because what? it might be it might not be it might be wrong. It might change. later I might discover I was wrong. So don't ever question your thoughts because how can you ever be confident in yourself unless you are resolute that nothing you think could ever have been wrong or in error or mistaken. No, stand your ground or you will be a flip-flopper. Okay, but see, again, that's avoiding loss instead of seeking gains. Instead of seeing it as, there was nothing wrong with that point of view, but this point of view is better. It's wrong, right. It's all it's all binary. And unfortunately, they've been teaching that at universities. One of the most toxic ideas, I think, of the, the late 20th, early 21st century is the idea that you cannot have a neutral position. You're either for something or against it. You can't be, I don't know enough about this to come to a firm conclusion. Oh, no. If you're right, if if you're neutral. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Each side accuses you of, of being, being the complicit other. with yeah. the side that they oppose. Because it- you don't actively oppose the same thing they do then uh, you are as good as being in the opposition. And it's just the the most ridiculous, like unproductive rhetorical tactic because <laughs> whoever went, you know what? You're right. I am a terrible person just because you say so. Most people go, go away. I'm not thinking what you think I'm thinking. I'm not, I'm not doing what you claim I'm doing. Go away. You're wrong about me. But people just keep doing this. And it's it's not to convince the person they're attacking. It's to scare away other people from associating with them. By the way, I apologize. I was like coughing, clearing my throat there. I thought I had clicked mute. It turned out I had not clicked mute. Oh, all so right. I apologize for your hearing the ruminations of my uh, throat. Um, yeah. But it's yes. that kind of week. I think everybody's coughing so much. I didn't even notice. Uh, but yeah, you're you're correct. 
Um, yeah, I don't know when just, you're not, but it's it, just as well. No, I'm wrong about things. You know, I'm I'm well intentioned wrong, which I think is better than a lot of people I've been dealing with lately. But you know, the 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 reason I seem to be right a lot is that when I realized, first of all, I think before speaking, shocking. I don't just respond based on emotion. Shocking. Uh, but if if I realize there's an error in my thinking, I refine it. I don't just stand on ceremony because this is what I've always believed. Now, I, I don't have much of a choice but to question everything. I wasn't exactly given easy circumstances in life. But, you know, a lot of people just have a position and they cherry pick facts to make themselves feel okay about the thing they wanted to think anyway. And personally, I think that eats at a person over time. Speaking of eating and uh, changing your mind or updating Mm -hmm. thinking, uh, to your point, this week uh, I updated my thinking to to decide that I will no longer – buy sandwiches from a supermarket if they have a 30% off sticker on them. They're priced to clear. Well, it's because if you don't eat that sandwich in 30 seconds, it becomes bad. It is no, I I had a, a turkey and cranberry sandwich that I used to okay. love. And it was disgusting. I couldn't, I even thinking about two bites of it. Because you know well, how okay. That, prepared like prepared foods like that anything with like well you know i hate i hate old salad yeah you don't like which is basically any salad that is left over after the first eating yeah like the only the only um stuff i can manage that way is you know like the the parsley salads i forget what it's called the uh the the middle eastern parsley salad with like the tomatoes and cucumbers. Taboule or something? Taboule, something like that. Yeah. That'll keep. That I can handle. But any like lettuce salad, it, it spinach, I got like a day. But any salad with lettuce, it's gotta be fresh. Or I just it's a texture thing. It's slimy and I just can't. Yeah, that sandwich was freaking slimy. And I I threw it out. Um, but it was like it was you know how like when they have like a sauce on it or like almost like dressing and then if it's been there it soaks through the bun yep so that the bun is like paper mache very gross Ugh. and then i bought a uh, a salmon salad sandwich from a place that usually i like their salmon salad sandwiches but because i had that headache i also couldn't eat like i the thought of eating anything it was like you know my brain would pop up a thought like what yeah. about this thing? And my stomach would say, "Nope, gonna throw that up." So I didn't. Yeah. Eat. Um, and then when I went to eat the uh, salmon salad sandwich, I noticed that the sandwich in the uh, hard uh, plastic case, the transfer, uh, it had been sweating. And Ew. yeah, uh, sandwiches with sweat are uh, generally not safe <laughs> to eat. I could probably have started a uh, TikTok trend where you eat an expired sandwich. No, and, don't do that. And then vomit on camera. No, don't do that. Well, I threw it out. Of course, I'm not going to do that. I'm not 14 years See, old. That whole TikTok trend thing. I mean, it was a YouTube thing before TikTok. TikTok did not invent it. But no, they've just perfected the uh, the degree to which it is aggravating. Well, it but it. Who raises these people? You know, they used to tell us, you know, if Bobby jumped off a bridge, would you? Now it's like if Timmy ate borax, do it for for clout. Well, who who raises these kids? You and I both went to school, uh, different schools at different times, but with people who were absolute idiots, right? Well, there's absolute idiots of every generation. Exactly. But I know, I'll speak for myself then. I went to school with a lot of people who were idiots. I knew them from the t- from elementary school onwards. 
all the way through high school, they were idiots. They never stopped being idiots. Doesn't mean they were bad people, but they were yeah. just idiots. And <laughs> these people then went on to uh, have children. And these people, these people should never have been allowed to guide young lives. They couldn't guide their own life. So who's raising these people? Uh, people who are idiots who nonetheless are capable of breeding. And and they do. Often, There's... often, I'll let you talk one sec. Often they do it because it is expected of them to follow certain stages in life. And one of those stages is to have kids. So they don't even stop and think about whether they should be having kids. It's a given. And then they have kids and they're just completely ill-equipped to be parents. I mean, they used to tell us that education was the way to safeguard yourself against this sort of thing. But it doesn't seem like level of education is any indicator of a person's ability to think for themselves. Well, no, since in education, you're often uh, given rewards for being able to regurgitate, like to spit back whatever you have been you know, told to think. Like there's a correct answer for things and not just mathematics where there is actually a correct answer or science where there is actually oh, a correct answer. You're the, you're you're hitting something. OK, finish. But you're hitting something that drove me crazy this week. OK, um, the see, it's good that we don't plan this out because then these things can happen. Um, the, the, now I forget to say uh, that something. Oh, that correct answers that you're there's uh, like even in essays and stuff there's the correct way to look at something in the incorrect way and this isn't even always politically minded it isn't always left versus right it's just this is the prevailing uh belief in history or in other facts so uh, what you're good at is uh, is memorizing stuff and then uh spitting it back out at the right time that doesn't mean because the problem with education is they still do not emphasize that the important thing about school is not the things you're learning in most cases. It's that you're learning how to learn. You're mm-hmm. learning how to expand your your thoughts. You're learning how to approach a situation, a problem and, and uh, figure out how to break it down into a manageable thing. You're learning how to uh, uh, look at issues or look at ideas yeah. and, and evaluate them. That's the important thing. Pythagorean theorem I have never used once in my entire life. I don't see myself doing it in the rest of my life. The important and when I asked my teacher, why do I need to learn this? And she said, it'll help you measure the distance across a map. And I was like, screw that. I don't even go camping. So I, I was like, this is not important. But if they <laughs> told me, well, it's expanding your brain's ability to learn how to make connections. Fine. I would have accepted that. Would you? Yeah, that would you have made just sense. Go, I'm fine. What? You wouldn't just go, I'm fine the way it is? No, that would have made sense to me. I was always looking for why is it important that I learn this stuff I will likely never, ever use. And if I they said, you know what, you won't you probably won't use it, but you'll learn you'll use the skills that you've developed in figuring this out. Okay, this makes complete sense to me. All right. I mean, that would have worked on you. That's the thing, right? Different things work on different people. There are different types of learners. Well, the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you might not be right for some. That's a lyric, isn't it? From different strokes. Oh, there you go. Takes different there you strokes go. to rule the world. Ooh. See, that's, I mean, uh, but earlier you were talking about like math equations. Yes. And you reminded me of something that drives me crazy when I say I see it mostly on Facebook, but I've seen a few other places as well. Um, Deliberately badly written equations designed to make people fight about the answer. Because they think it's it's uh, patently obvious to anyone. Where are these where are these math fights happening? Well, I. Uh, the first place I saw it was on on Facebook frequently, but I've seen them on on Twitter now too, and it drives or X, it drives me crazy because they're deliberately written to make people fight instead of writing the equation in a clear way. 
because, you know, there's the whole, you know, bed mass or as they say in in other places, ped mass. Um, no. Or PEMDAS or brackets, exponents, multiplication, di- uh, division, addition, subtraction. What's on TV? See, you think the Pythagorean theorem would get you learning new ways of thinking? Well, there's too much of that brackets, ped mass, bed mass. I, I... But they're they're deliberately written to create a conflict between division. If you wrote it as a fraction, it would be extremely clear what you were supposed to do. But because they don't write it as a fraction, they write it as a, as a one-line equation, people fight over the solution. This is fascinating to me. Where are these equations coming from? Um, who seeks them out? How do you find them? And why do you bother I, participating? I just stumble on uh, on them online. I guess it's because I talk to a lot of nerds. You stumble and- on equations? Well, yeah. I've yet to stumble on an equation. You don't just keep your skills sharp with things? You don't do like those brain games? <laughs> no. The furthest I go with that is uh, which Simpsons character are you things on, on the internet? Oh, all right. Apparently I'm Mo. You're, uh, this is not a surprise at all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, But no, I do not inflict myself with math equations i got enough things to do i can there's never enough time in a day and this week i lost three and a half days to a headache i have no time to sit there and engage in some math equation for no discernible benefit and on that note we're gonna go to a break okay uh we'll be back Stream us live at saga960am.ca. I have to admit, Leanna, um, Mm -hmm. this headache thing has taken more energy out of me than I thought. Oh, yeah. Even doing this show, my brain's like, can we go nappy now? Um, Any any pain, any pain just, it's, uh, it's, uh, really saps your ability to think well i mean it's just you don't realize how much energy your body uses to fight off illnesses whatever the illness is and i'm not talking serious illnesses that's obvious but even little things your body diverts a lot of attention to to battling that and you don't realize how tiring it is well anything chronic pain or anything like that it it i get really irritated with people when they they start pushing for things like pushing, pushing, pushing instead of, you know, I'd really like to see you. You know, I like spending time with you. It's get out here. Like it's some kind of requirement that I, I need think, to do. I think we that, that comes from TV where the indication is that when you say something that forceful, you're, it's supposed to be communicating to the person that you miss them, that you care about them. And so you're being resolute. It's not supposed to be that you're demanding. It's supposed to indicate just how much you miss that person. But it okay. never works outside of television. Ever, okay. ever. This, this is a thing about people that I see it all the time because 
I'm a peer, peer counselor. Everybody wants the other person to do the good thing first. And I have never understood this. You know, there are certain things that we do need from other people, and those are valid. But if you're deliberately not doing something that you otherwise would do, because the other person hasn't done a thing for you first, you're going to ruin every relationship you have in your life. At some point, people do not feel like you care about them if you never take the first emotional risk. Well, that is uh, rather sage advice. It, it, it just, it's, it's, we live in a culture where people are so afraid of being rejected that they don't do the things they want to do because they're assuming failure before they even try. And we are very good at lecturing other people in other parts of the world about what they should do. But we have a huge amount of relative freedom and comfort and we can't even take itty bitty risks to make things better it, it baffles me you know well i, I think people are just generally we're, we're we're being we've been bred well conditioned to just be afraid of everything you know what i don't actually think it's fear real fear it's not it's pride it's pride People come up with good excuses, but it's pride. It's just, it manifests differently in everyone. But we have these stories we tell ourselves about what what things mean, and they don't have to, you know? If you're around a whole bunch of people that mock you every time something goes your way, is that a problem with what you did, or is that a problem with the people? Well, that's rhetorical. But, I mean, it's a rhetorical question that sort of has an, an answer, right? Everybody well, the answer is, well, doesn't go their way. The answer is it's the people. Well, yeah, if people are ready to go, see, I told you it wasn't going to work. You, you know, well, yeah, Uncle Bob, well, but you always say it's not going to work. Well, the thing is, we, this is, this. I don't know how many generations this goes back, but we have we have this idea that people who are mega successful, were somehow touched by angels, are somehow uh, so different from the rest of us. And I'm not talking about the people who were born with money. I'm talking about uh, like just people who have, have, uh, you know, believed in themselves or whatever. Okay, it's not that. There is a huge element of luck in being extremely successful. There is. There is also an element of access to opportunity that is real yes agreed though it, it, the idea though that these successful people have been ordained by god and that everybody else no one else could possibly achieve and we're not talking about massive billion dollar success just success in even your own modest goals the idea is that, no, the people who are successful came from Krypton and the rest of us are just these plebeians who can only look and marvel at these others. Because, again, you don't have to have grandiose uh, success victory conditions. You don't. And probably well, better if you don't. But part- some people just they can't see themselves succeeding at anything because they're not part of the privileged uh, ordained by God class that were meant from birth to be successful. And see, that's this is what happens when you enshrine people who have been successful um, as being somehow superhuman, when in, in uh, just about every case, it's as well, you okay. said, their uh, access, uh, luck, access to resources, access to the right people. Well, let me tell you something. When you deal with people with money, There's all this secret code that growing up at Jane and Finch, I didn't know. And it was, well, when they say this, they mean that. Well, how was I supposed to know that? Well, you're just supposed to know it. Except sometimes when they say that, 
it actually means that. And there's no way to know unless you've been you've been raised in this conditioning. And it's just this is why no matter how much we do the whole oh diversity and everything like that, it never changes because people just don't really take a good hard look and question how their systems are working. You know, if I hear the term pipeline problem one more time, if you can't find people through the pipeline that you've set up, take people who you believe them in and train them. Don't don't wait for the magical set of skills that, you know, your computer says means someone can do this job. Most of the jobs that are out there are they they have a whole bunch of skills that are actually not essential. Oh, you mean the uh, the uh, the prerequisites that they put out there to get the job? It's, they don't really it's gotten need. it's gotten so ridiculous that some job postings ask for five years of experience on a piece of software that's only existed for three. Maybe it's a trick question. Well, they just automatically say five years experience. But how does somebody get a job, their first job, if every job? requires five years experience well they have to work for free don't they yeah and we've discussed that that of course only favors those with uh with resources usually parental wealth resources but uh yeah speaking I of saw... wealth yeah we gotta go to break okay not that they're really related in canadian media but no not at all we do have to go to a break so we'll be back okay yep all right <laughs> No radio? No problem. Stream us live on Saga960AM.ca. I apologize if I start making less and less sense. I'm uh, uh, I'm very all of a sudden drained mentally. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I lost my mind. I don't remember if it was Tuesday or Wednesday night. I was playing um, Baldur's Gate 3. And had an existential crisis over a talking blue jay, a digital talking blue jay. This is, of course, a, uh, a, a video, video game. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like it's like one of the Dungeons and Dragons settings, the same setting that they used in the Dungeons and Dragons movie, which got robbed. It was a better movie than than it did at the box office. There's but a lot of that going around. There's a there's an ability to talk to animals, and so fairly. Fairly typical low-level fantasy role-playing quest. You meet this blue jay, and eagles have chased this poor little blue jay out of his nest, and he wants your help to drive off the big bad bully eagles. Of course, that means killing an endangered species, but hey, this isn't real life. But all right, I get to the eagles, and the eagles speak with a Scottish accent well, the Blue Jays spoke with sort of a working class London accent, kind of a chavy accent. And I'm like, why are the eagles Scottish? But then I saw the nest, the nest that the eagles allegedly stole from the Blue Jay. And it was an eagle sized nest, not a Blue Jay sized nest. And I felt lied to. And I, I was I was just so thrown. I was so bothered by the fact that this game that I trusted with my entertainment time would have an adorable little blue jay mascot of Toronto's baseball team lie to me about an eagle stealing its nest. If we can't trust talking birds, Ed, where has society gone to? Well, the thing is, you 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 just chose the wrong talking bird to believe. The eagles were the were talk, and they were they were believable. No, they lied too. What do you mean? Well, because at first I'm like, I don't trust this blue jay. The eagles have done nothing to me. I just need the the uh, ceremonial warhammer that's in the eagle's nest so I can finish this stupid puzzle. Move, please, eagles. The eagles move, and the minute I touch the warhammer, they attack me. Well, you're the taking entire, something from their nest. The entire, but I told them I was gonna do it. They it moved doesn't out matter. Of the Someone tells me they're going to come take my TV. It doesn't mean I'm going to let them. The entire avian ecosystem is made of lies in this game. 
They're all birds are all liars. They're birds, birds of a feather. <laughs> yeah, they are apparently all liars. And it was one of those things where it's you know, video games are supposed to you you are supposed to have an amount of certainty that you can't have in life, and that was robbed from me. Loss of innocence. If you can't trust an adorable talking blue jay, then maybe the talking dog and the talking owl bear are also manipulative liars. Well, you, I mean, you don't really have any character references for them. I, I guess, but who knew birds had the intellect to deceive? Well, obviously, this idea of calling somebody bird brain is speciesist. Well, clearly. I mean, it seems the only show that actually, the, the only media property that actually understands who good people are versus horrible people are these days is Gen V. This splattery, nihilistic spinoff of the show The Boys on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it's, you know? about, a, it's a, about a university for uh, kids who were, whose parents exposed them to a, uh, a chemical when they were babies yeah. to get so that they would develop superpowers. And it's this actually... is them navigating the university life. And there's also there, there's corporate skullduggery and intrigue and betrayal. Um and actually... and, and really gross some very gross superpowers. But it's actually a really good extended metaphor for how hard it is to be a college age student now. And it it really does show how people, you know, like the students at Harvard that decided to sign that anti-Israel letter and then the law firm rescinded a job offer to them. Been have been a number of uh, since that yeah. first one. And it's happened with a number of them. And you you understand how people could get so sucked in to these groups in college that they don't realize, yeah, your actions have consequences. Like, oh, I, people, I don't... Uh, people hate, especially today, people hate the idea that their actions have consequences. If they say something and there's a consequence that they don't like to their actions, then you're uh, then you're impeding their free speech, you're silencing them. No, no, you, you got to say what you said, but... Other people get to say what they want to say about what you said. And that means that there are consequences. Every time you open your mouth or type online, you are putting something out there that that is, you know, you've got the ability to do so. You put it out there, but don't expect that it's just going to land, you know, in cotton candy. All right. If you're you're going to say something, expect that there will be consequences. Well, that I mean. They don't seem to understand that the whole framework of nonviolent civil disobedience is you have to be prepared to get arrested, for instance, and the social consequences for doing that, because the idea is that you fill the prisons and, you know, people finally start going, well, those people weren't doing anything but speaking. That hardly seems fair. You have to, if if your voice is to carry any power, you have to be willing to risk something. And this idea that you can just make a highly inflammatory position and have a law firm, a very exclusive law firm, not have an issue with that to me, that shows somebody doesn't have the good sense to actually succeed in that job. It's called discretion and people and, need okay. to use it. OK, on the one hand, do I expect a well, I don't know how old these students were. People can be 30 in school now. But, you know, do I expect somebody early to mid 20s to have perfect discretion? No. Now, if somebody's getting getting an offer at a law firm they had they've had to have done at least some law school i'd assume unless it was a clerk position i don't know that stuff's unclear but we can't expect somebody to have perfect discretion at that age but the idea that you can just say anything you want and no one is going to not just take you to task on it 
but challenge you in the slightest. I actually had people tell me with a straight face this week that the U.S. is worse than the Taliban. Well, who told you that? The Taliban? No, these... You can imagine the type of person. They are very earnest and... They think basically that because the U.S. has done some bad things and the U.S. has power that, you know, it's as bad as some multiple people. I said, you know, based on your logic, you're saying that the U.S. is worse than the Taliban. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. They See, are people. Leanna, I don't get it. Why do people need to compare this to that? Why can't you say, OK. There's some things that this group did that I don't agree with. Okay, and there's this that... other group that have done things I really don't agree with. Why do you have to say this one's worse? Usually comparisons are ridiculous because there is no baseline upon which you can really compare these groups. But it's it's always this is worse than that as opposed to, all right, there's some things here that this group has done that I don't like. Like it's... Okay, but... Ed, you're not factoring in that these are groups where you say one thing wrong, you are a horrible person and have to suffer for life until you beg and plead and grovel and get re-educated. That's why they think, because they don't accept that, you know, yes, the U.S. is a mess right now. It is a, it is a disappointment to the the ethics of the people who founded it. It is not moving towards a more perfect union. However... The existence of the U.S., the idea of America has definitely brought forward the, the, the ideals of freedom and equality in a very real way. You know, the American experiment has done a lot of good, not just bad. I can't think of one positive thing the Taliban has brought to the world. Um, no. Uh, and that's the difference. Yeah, that's a pretty huge difference. And um, yeah, but that that's that's what they're being taught in university. Made uh, they're being they're long... being taught that because of America's relative wealth, it is you know it is worse than a group that doesn't believe that girls should be able to go to school. Well, these people are idiots. Um, and that's the bottom line. And I. I uh, wish I had something not, more witty to say, but my brain idiots, is running though. down. They're not idiots, though. They're emotionally compromised. These are these are educated people of average intelligence. They have been emotionally hijacked. All right. I'm going to hijack this and go to a break. All right. Back after this. Stream us live at Saga960AM.ca. Once again, very little time to uh, close. I did think about, though, uh, one, a kind of brain teaser that I like that isn't math. Oh. Uh, Two-Minute Mysteries by the guy who <gasps> I wrote... I like Two-Minute Mysteries! Yeah, the guy who wrote Encyclopedia Brown. He wrote yeah. these Two-Minute Mysteries. The main character is Dr. Halagian. And, yeah. And they're very short, and the answers to the mysteries are within the thing, and they're not terribly difficult. But uh, it's pretty cool. So two-minute mysteries, I like those as brain teasers. Nice. There. And that my brain right now is like taffy. Yeah, it's, it's, been, a, it's been an emotionally exhausting week. Also, um, I have to, uh, when this is done, I have to send in the thing with the synopsis of what we talked about. I yeah, have you no know, I never, uh, yeah. I have I've, no idea what yeah. we talked about. I have zero yeah. idea what we talked about this entire time. Unless uh, about about lying, dirty, lying Blue Jays. Yeah. And math problems, math, and math problems and 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 emotionally compromised people. And Dr. Halagian. Yes, I forgot about that one already, even though See? you just brought it it's, up like two I, minutes ago. I have ago. no yeah. idea how I'm going to write a synopsis it's, for this. It, See, this is one of those weeks that I wish people would just realize everybody's tired cool it you know if you see something on social media that pushes your buttons wait i my rule of thumb for social media is i see something that i'm like oh my god that's awful 
I Google it and see what the source is and see if any, you know, if there is a consensus opinion, because if it seems really, really horrible, it's probably not true. The lone exception to that has been that thing with the standing ovation in Parliament a few weeks ago. That was actually true. And I initially saw it. But you know what? It's better to be not sure and wait and get it confirmed than spread a falsehood. You know what to do if is this past summer, there were many, many stories from many jurisdictions mm-hmm. of goats escaping from farms and eluding police and authorities for for days, sometimes longer. I like to go and find stories of these smart fugitive goats. I saw a story about emus that did the same thing. Where? It must have been Australia. I don't know. It was an emu farm, so it may not have been. It was a video, and I I couldn't play the audio, so I didn't watch the story, but I saw an escaped emus thing. Emus are apparently very ill-tempered animals. They, They look so huggable. I know. I've heard that. But wh- mind why? You, when are people ever, like, you know why there's an emu farm? It isn't so that they can they can shovel and rake and, and earn their keep. They get eaten. So I don't blame them. I thought they use like oil. For, well, I guess that's fat, which means. Yeah. OK, this just got dark. Very, very dark. Poor emus. There used to be a uh, comedian who had a puppet emu. Yep. And he was hilarious because the emu was crazy violent. It was. Uh, oh, that's right. You remember that? It yeah, was a long I time remember ago, that. But it was uh, very. It was very funny. I can't believe I can't remember the name. This is how compromised my uh, memory is. Uh, I'm going to Google this. It was. I think um, his name was Rod something. Rod Hull. Oh, I was right. I oh, I love the emu. Yeah, emu was amazing. Very ill-tempered. Yeah, emu didn't didn't talk. Yeah, I could relate to emu. I really liked Emu as a kid. Uh, Liana can be heard on It's Not Therapy, which I recommend you listen to. Available on all podcast platforms in the SiriusXM app. I am on the all-night show, uh, Monday to Friday, midnight to 5 a.m. Eastern Time in the GTA. That is The Rock, uh, 94.9 The Rock. Anywhere you want, it is therock.fm or The Rock app. Uh, So check that out. And uh, Liana... Uh, I am now winding down. Do your thing. Bye-bye. No radio? No problem. Stream us live on saga960am.ca.